Well, hello. Welcome, everybody, to the Monday Night Call. I am Monty Moran. So good to be back. I'm a Young Living Silver still. Uh, you know, I should touch on that. Uh, we had a, a health crisis about three or four years ago with the multi house. And after about three or four years, we finally came out of it. And thank goodness for Young Living and the business side of it. I would definitely say, and I've actually told people this, that having a business with Young Living is far much better than any sort of disability insurance you could ever get. Um, and, I, and I'm living proof, and that's one of my aha moments in the last year was, oh, my gosh, this is legit. This is actually a business. It's not direct sales. Um, you know, so if I have to uh, take time off, take care of myself, um, the business still runs by itself. Obviously, we have great products. Uh, one of our coaches says you have sticky products where people who get onto our products, they love them so much they stay with them, and they actually go into um, – ER to, to get the orders they love every month. And so that's my, I guess that's my aha, aha moment from last year was, oh my gosh, this is a true legit business. So before I get into the, the juicy stuff, because this, this came up um, as a great discussion uh, a couple days ago, let's cover the June promos. Uh, all right, here we go. I got the list. It's a big list, by the way, for June. And obviously, it's very seasonal, so this is really an awesome time to like jump on these. Uh, so for 100 PB, and this is just a, a bonus if you're on Essential Rewards only, it's the 5 mil of Orange Vitality. At 190 PB, you also get that bonus, plus you get another bonus of 15 mils of Cypress um, if you're on Essential Rewards. And then on top of that, um, 15 mils of Citronella. And then uh, I actually was going to... Oh, I'm going to go off on a side tangent after this one. But uh, for 250, uh, add 15 mils of lemongrass plus 15 mils of lavender plus everything I've said before. At the 300 PV, add 15 mils of M-grain. And then at the 400 PV level, and there are a lot of people who actually hit the 300 to 400 PV level every month because the products are so fantastic that they uh, – it's hard actually for many of us to, like, get – below 400 PV. So uh, with the 400 PV, this is the awesome one is the 5 mil, the Roman chamomile. And the Roman chamomile is actually one that you can only get right now um, with the promos. So if you got in your budget and you've got uh, all kinds of fantastic things you need to load up for the summer, this would be a great promo to uh, push for that one. Um, I was going to get into, oh, citronella. So uh, last year I was going to do a presentation for Barney Kunsi uh, with the wild uh, presentations. And I was too sick to do it. I didn't even have like the strength of my voice to even talk for 20 minutes. But I'm going to give you uh, one trick with this one. I mean, obviously, citronella is going to be used for bugs, right? But um, my talk was going to be on, and I still have the PowerPoint, was going to be on creative ways of using oils that you probably never even thought about. And the one I used was uh, well, one of the examples was citronella and thinking about, all right, so if, there's, if you're like tuning into citronella for some reason, like you're vibing on it, you don't know why besides, you know, bug season, uh, maybe put this in perspective is maybe there's something that's bugging you. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, uh, it's monkey mind. Maybe it's um, racing thoughts. Maybe it's um, unsettled feelings. 
citronella could be a great one to use as the affirmation in the morning where you might just pull out citronella. And it's a little bit strong, so I'd caution anybody who works on a corporate job because who wants to go into a cubicle smelling a citronella? But you could probably sneak it on your feet and, and get by with it or just one drop. But use that uh, affirmation of citronella as far as, okay, just for today, nothing bugs me. And use it like that. So anyway, that's a side tangent. It's kind of the stuff that I use with the oils because it's a really fun way of uh, thinking outside the box and turning things on their head and actually kind of, you know, tying in some sort of uh, 5D sensory aspect with the affirmation. But now getting into the juicy stuff. So eight ways to keep people plugged in and involved. And this is a hot topic because uh, I was just on a, a call with uh, some downline and they had the same problem uh, that many of us do. It's they're at convention and they have uh, nobody else in their team showing up or they're hosting meetings and only two people show up even though there's 10 people that say they're interested. Uh, or you have new customers and you're trying to figure out a way to keep, to keep them going without pestering them in our minds. Or uh, you know, maybe they're not into the business, they don't care about showing up to the, um, the one-on-one oils classes, things like that. How do you get them plugged in? Like, how, like, what are some little tips and tricks to do that? And so we made a whole list. We made a top eight list. And I'm going to go with the more obvious ones and then get into some more technical, really uh, deep ones that are more business-minded. But the first one would be uh, what Young Living does for us automatically is they send out emails saying, all right, so this is, this is what's going on. This is the new events. This is when convention is. Um, all kinds of emails come out from Young Living as far as what's going on, including the promos. The trick, though, is to make sure that anybody that you have just signed up is to make sure, and you could just say, hey, did you click the box that says, yes, I want emails from Young Living and uh, your upline? And if they haven't, uh, you know, let them know why they want to do that because uh, if you're not in the know, then you don't know, basically. So that would be a super easy one. Let Young Living do all the work and you just ask people or even suggest, you know, maybe you should click that box and get the information from Young Living and the uplines so that you can, you can at least know what's going on, what the new products are, things like that, or events coming up. Second one would be promos, just like we do on every Monday night call. We talk about what the promos are for the month because some people just want to know what the promos are so they can set their essential rewards up at the beginning of the month so they don't have to like worry about it until you know maybe like a day before and just make sure that uh, products are in that are that they want um, <clears throat> but with the, the promos um, definitely get them out at the beginning of the month make sure that people can see it and the trick is is how how do people communicate so one could be text messages one could be emails uh, a lot of people love Facebook, so it could be a Facebook post. Uh, there's a lot of leaders that have a, uh, groups that are going to post promos every month. Uh, so get people plugged into those groups. And I don't believe that everybody should have their own team group, uh, Facebook group, because it just from um, my feedback is that for somebody who just joined and their sponsor or enroller has a Facebook group and then their upline has a Facebook group and the person above them has a Facebook group. It's like, all right, so which, which one do you tune into? Because you can't just 
you can't tune into all of them. It's just it's too much. None of us really have time to sit around and, and surf all the groups to see what's going on with Young Living. Because, you know, life is life, and there's, there's more to Young Living than, um, or there's more to life than just the Young Living, even though that we live it. Um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of stuff going on. So a lot of people just want to know, all right, what are the promos? Give it to me, and then I'll be on my way. Which is awesome, because they know what's going on. They know what to order, and then sometimes when they see really awesome ones, like the Roman chamomile for this month in June, they might push higher for a 400 PV order. Uh, so definitely get the promos out as soon as you can. Definitely like right away, um, like second, first, second, or third day of the month. And then convention. That would be the third one. So first one would be get, let Young Living do the email. Second one would be let people know about the promos. Third one is convention. And think about this for a second. Some people are so busy that uh, they want to go to an event, but maybe in their time or in their budget schedule, they can only go to one event. Well, if there's one event to go to, I would probably hands down say go to convention because there's so much information uh, and it's so uh, broad spectrum that you, know, you can pick and choose what, what you want to go to. And um, it turns out to be a great team meeting for uh, a lot of groups that go to Salt Lake to the convention because, uh, well, for example, we've had a lot of military business leaders on the Monday Night Call, and they, as they move around, their, their team is not just in one town. Now it's like all across the country, if not all across the world, international, when they're stationed overseas. So if, they, if their families can get to convention, that would be a great way to you know, get, your, get your teams to meet up at that point. Uh, the trick is um, anybody who's at convention is let everybody else in your team know when next convention is, tell them what the link is to buy the tickets, and get the tickets as soon as possible because it does sell out like really fast. Uh, usually it's, it's, well, like this year, I think they open up 10,000 more, but um, it was sold out like almost right away. And then just encourage people, you know, plan for next year, like, you know, plan your vacation, plan all your timing for the convention next year, start your budget so you have a one-year budget to work up towards convention between the traveling, uh, the hotel, and then, you know, cool things you'll find at convention. We always find awesome stuff at convention from uh, all, all kinds of people who have additional products to sell. I mean, it could be the diffuser bracelets, it could be um, the new books that come out. Uh, it's the, the list is endless. Uh, so definitely make convention a possible priority. Uh, the second thing is, okay, so maybe convention is not a good deal, uh, not one that would fit for your team. Uh, just because it's summer and, and summer is a valuable time for a lot of people because that's when the kids are out and they want time with the kids and they go on family vacations. And maybe they don't look at convention as like a great family vacation venue, even though there are tons and tons and tons of baby wearers and uh, people bringing their kids uh, with them to everything. It is amazing. It truly is a family company. Um, maybe it's something different. Maybe it's – maybe. Uh, they want something more specific, like beauty school. Uh, maybe the guys just want to get away, or the gals want to get away, and they want to go to Harvest and actually be out in nature and just kind of check out and be away from being plugged in all the time behind the computer or tired of their phone. Uh, the animal conference, if you're more 
tune into Animal Conference and your group is more into animals, you can hit that up. But anyway, so pick an event that fits your team and your team's culture, and then get them to go with you because that would be an awesome one that's more specific and uh, it would be an easy one to plan early because in Young Living, a lot of the events are already planned out months in advance, so you can plan early and get people to commit. Number five, rallies. So the Live Your Passion rallies. Young Living started this last fall, and I think it's a success. I've been to every one that's, that's, that's since it's been started. Uh, <clears throat> you could host your own, or you could go to one that's near you. And I think the best way to do this is if you're not hosting one, because obviously not everybody can host one. It's just some people don't host meetings, period. Um, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense to have five youngling rallies in one town. Uh, you know, so go to one, make it a bit, you know, help somebody out. You know, like sometimes people who host events, sometimes they have a hard time getting people there because maybe, you know, out of 100 people, realistically, 10% show up. So that's 10 people out of 100. But if you have multiple teams, now you're starting to play with numbers like um, 1,000 people, 10% of that would be, you know, 100 that would show up. So we, as you know, with the money they call, like we're, we're totally into uh, Crossline, you know, anybody else who's in Young Living. Um, we work together with them. Our, my first, our first, me and Jen, our first rally uh, was somebody else's rally, and then we decided to hold our own in different towns, and um, it's still the same thing. It's like it's, it's an open door policy for the majority of us. It's, you know, here's the Eventbrite. And most people, um, to find out about events, it's really hard to find on Facebook pages because Facebook is, uh, you really can't see your page unless you actually go to that page, just the way Facebook runs right now with the business pages. But people will stroll through Eventbrite. So I would say um, set up your event, set up the time if you're going to host a rally and put it on Eventbrite because people will go to Meetup and Eventbrite to find uh, things going on in their area. So, and I think Eventbrite is, well, Meetup is a good one too, but Eventbrite seems more seamless as far as coordinating um, tickets and who's going to show up and providing a list so that when you have a check-in, you know who's, who's there and who should be there. Uh, as far as pricing for rallies, I always look at it this way is if somebody's going to host any kind of meeting, I am more than willing to chip in for the room because you know I've, we've been on that side, we've, we've hosted meetings, we've, we know what room costs, we know what it costs to you know, run a meeting, and even to have like a $10 chip in is, is fantastic because no one's looking to make money off a rally, we're looking to you know, educate and spread the word and hopefully have people bring uh, their friends or their possibly not yet a member to attend a rally and go, oh, so this is just bigger than, than you and Charlie. It's kind of like there's a whole group of people. That's the social proofing with that. So if you can get into the social proofing aspect, uh, people start to, to buy into more. Like there's more than just a few people that are doing Young Living. Um, so beauty school, or rallies, for sure. Monday Night Calls, number six. Uh, we host meetings 
Mm, maybe I should say this. So I've had, usually I man a lot of the, the emails, and <clears throat> there are times, for instance, like all right, right now we're at convention, the possibility of me getting this call up onto uh, Diamond Factory Training, onto SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and uh, Apple Prop Podcast, things like that. It may happen, it may not happen. depends on um, how things are going. But I do make a strong effort now that I've had feedback saying uh, a lot of people will have meetings on Saturday mornings and they will actually use the Monday night call as the main part of their meeting. Like they just plug and play. And then, you know, whatever the topic is that comes up, they just let it play and then they talk about it afterwards. So that could be another trick is, is getting people to come to your meeting and say, hey, look, we're going to, we're going to, play the Monday night call, and on the Monday night call was, and for example, today is eight ways to keep people plugged in and involved. Uh, that could be part of your training. And there's all kinds of other trainings too. I mean, there's all kinds of great leaders and all kinds of great educators that have uh, podcasts and calls you could, you could do as well. Facebook groups, uh, like I said, Facebook pages are a little iffy as far as people finding your information. Uh, but Facebook groups are very, very interactive. That's the way Facebook likes things right now is they want people to be interactive. And groups are interactive. So post engagement posts, if, you're gonna, if you have a Facebook group, um, or if you want to give suggestions to your upline that has a Facebook group, is to post engagement questions. An example would be um, something that, that people would respond to so, for example, you could say, how has your day gone today? And then tell them, reply with a jiffy. And so people could, you know, go find a jiffy that corresponds to what their day is, and, you know, they could respond. But make sure that when you do that, that you reply to everyone's um, message or jiffy or, you know, whatever they say. Because that is probably the number one trick with, with groups is to get people to really engage and be involved in the group, you need to have engaging questions or you need to have engaging pictures or some sort of call to action or some sort of request to just kind of get a feed on, you know, where people are at. You know, so you could say, for instance, for this week, um, if you're going to convention, post a picture of where you're at. Uh, or if you were telling people, hey, has anybody ever gone to harvest? If you have any harvest pictures, post your favorite one. That would be a great one to get people engaged. They're plugged in your Facebook group because obviously someone has gone to, say I just said harvest, and they posted a picture. Now they're going to get dinged every time someone else posts a, posts a picture or replies. So that they're going to be like, oh, you were there too? Oh, I didn't know that, you know, that harvest was going on at that time or – uh, you know, I didn't know you could do this at Harvest, or I didn't know that was what, what's going on. So it keeps people engaged on that aspect. And it's totally fun. And you could be totally serious, and you could be totally ridiculous if you want to. I mean, it's kind of nice to change it up. I mean, you can go from, you know, who's at convention, or who has ever gotten a Harvest, show me your, fav- your favorite picture. Or it could be something silly, like I said, like, you know, how's your day going? Uh, post with uh, an essential oil blend. You know, maybe someone will post joy, something like that. (laughs) 
hopefully they're not doing citronella because I would assume that they're like, like something's bugging them or maybe that's their I don't know maybe that's their sign <clears throat> but anyway yeah definitely make sure you respond to everyone who comments with a like or a text or something like that uh, project broadcast or texting so we use project broadcast uh, and what we do is we don't do a blanket text we'll actually do something to get people engaged as far as uh, example would be so this week we're going to project broadcast to our our downline and one of the things it says is uh, we're at convention this week blah 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 and I'm just going to shorten this up we're at convention this week and if you would like updates on what's new or what's going on at convention uh, we'll send pictures and post on anything new that we seem interesting and then just reply and tell them reply with we use the word update so they get updates on the convention uh, otherwise texting I think texting people obviously respond better to texting than email nowadays but you really have to ask because I can honestly tell you that I have some people who uh, they work in the office they work in a cube and emails they can flip back and forth and check emails quickly uh, usually there's somebody over their shoulder that they can't really like pull the phone up and check text and there's other people who live by text and texting is, is their only way and if you try to send them the email it might get lost so I'd say try to figure out not try to figure out how people want to communicate I guess that would be the best way uh, that's why we do project broadcast because a lot of people actually do love texting. It's an easy way to get a reply and if you get a message, um, it's right there. It's easy to access on the phone, things like that. There are other people who don't do either of those two. They only do Facebook messaging. Um, and I can tell you right now, my daughter, she does Snapchat. She's 13, 14 years old. And if I need something, if I need to text or something that's, that's longer than a Snapchat, something that she needs to keep and remember, then I'll tell her on Snapchat, check your text. Uh, you know, so you've you got to think about like what demographic you're dealing with, uh, what their favorite way of communicating is. And usually you can figure it out because they will, they will communicate to you through their favorite way of communication. Um, some people love to go through other types of social media. I, you know, I don't know. Some people like LinkedIn. Some people like uh, Instagram. So just kind of feel that out. But anyway, it's, it's a matter of getting the word out and, and trying to figure out, okay, so who's talking through which channel? Uh, and then the big thing would be when you're talking about events. So when you're talking about a harvest or when you're talking about a rally or when you're talking about a convention or when you're talking about uh, maybe you're going to start doing we used to do third Thursday meetings um, at our house when we were in Fargo and so we would edify um, ourselves on that one as far as like alright this is our agenda this is what we're going to be talking about uh, but it could be for convention or anything else is edifying that event or edifying that person at that event so for instance if you had if you had a a guest speaker come in I don't know I'm just making something up let's say you're doing okay I'll put I'll put myself in some 
different shoes. I'm not a DIY person. I'm not like a take and make kind of person. So if I was to host a meeting and I thought, you know what, instead of me stumbling through a, a make and take, I'm going to bring somebody in who's crafty and knows how to, how to do things and how to teach people how to do things like that. I would edify like crazy about this person and how good they are, how crafty they are, and how, amazing, how amazingly easy it is that uh, these make and takes are that you definitely have to come to this, to this class because I don't, know how to, I don't know how to do that, and I'm bringing somebody in special for you guys to do this for you. Um, another edification would be maybe maybe you're maybe you're like you're a distributor star senior star like you're just a budding just starting to do the business part but you really don't understand the business part like you understand the products you love the products maybe you've been on the products for like five years and you realize that you can't help talking about it and you've had people sign up but you really don't know anything about the business side of it so then you bring in somebody who is either someone you enrolled who understands the business side or maybe it's an upline person or maybe it's an accountant that um, specializes with network marketing and, um, you know, that aspect of taxes and, you know, managing your finances. Let them know that, all right, listen, you guys, yes, I am doing the business. However, I'm not that savvy on the business yet, so I'm bringing this person in to cover all the things that I need to know about the business, and I'd love for you guys to come and listen in with me because uh, he or she will be talking about, you know, what can you write off, um, you know, what is a business expense, what is not a business expense, um, is it even worth trying to buy something to, in your mind, think about writing it off, or is it really kind of a uh, questionable thing because at the bottom line, it's profit or loss. So, you know, you can't just say, well, I'm buying everything and writing it off. Well, you need to make, you need to make a profit. Anyway, and then maybe, maybe it's just understanding the compensation plan. You know, you could have someone come in and go, and you could have someone come in that totally understands the compensation plan, and you can say, look, I'm just starting a business, and I'm bringing this person in because they totally understand the compensation plan, and I feel that <clears throat> for me personally listening to this person, and for you to come with me and, and, and listen as well, we could really get our business going because we really know how uh, the business works in order for us to succeed uh, in making money. Like how do we structure our business? So things like that. And I've, so that's eight, but I've also had some other ideas stewing in my head as far as how to get people uh, plugged in because um, it's not easy. And I think one of the things is, is, one, don't bend over backwards for trying to pick the right time for everybody because it's not going to happen. Two is don't find the, the perfect topic for everybody. I mean, unless you know the, the general consensus of your group is, for example, uh, animals or, you know, they love working with their hands and they, they want DIY or uh, make and takes. Yeah, then you can do that. But um, don't try to bend over backwards and try to do stuff for everybody because you're not going to please anybody. But make sure you plan it far enough in advance so that they know that, okay, so the next meeting, 
uh, is in July or, you know, hey, look, I know that Sally has monthly meetings or I know that, you know, these guys always do a quarterly meeting. For example, like the rally is a quarterly meeting. And as soon as they know what the date is on their schedule, then they can, they can plan for it. But then from there, <laughs> got a little distracted. Uh, but then from there is set the topic right away. Because if, you know, if they know what the topic is, then they can decide, yeah, I'm going to go or no, I'm not going to go. Because the worst thing to do is to have a meeting planned and people don't know what's going on until the week of, and then you don't know who's going to show up because of the week of. Uh, so make sure that it's all definitely planned. And I can tell you from a personal story is that it's awesome. Okay, I have two things. One is, one personal story is that, so I've got these invention ideas in my head. And through some networking, I found a group that actually does, like there's a group of inventors that meets every month. And the only reason why I go there, one is to like understand the game, like how do you like pick a product to market. And two is, I just need to be plugged in. I feel like I lose fizzle in that one because I'm not, I don't quite understand how it works. But if I even just go to the meeting, usually I'm so recharged after that that my mind gets going again and I, and I start thinking about, okay, so this is my next step or, okay, well, that's a really good idea. Maybe I should go talk, maybe I should go talk to that group or maybe I should go talk to this person or maybe I should redraw my business plan, things like that. Anyway, it gets my mind thinking. So same thing. Some people uh, may not understand the importance, and I'm going to say this on the, the host side, the importance of how it feels like for someone who doesn't host any meetings, how it feels to want to feel like they're, they're still being plugged in. Uh, because <clears throat> it's easy to... Uh, I don't want to say prejudge, but just assume that, oh, well, you know, this group of people in my downline, they're just product users. They told me they're just product users. But, you know, so I'm not going to, you know, if I have a business meeting thing coming up, I probably won't invite them. I would say invite them anyway because you never know who they talk to because they might talk to somebody who, uh, you know, because they love the product so much, they're talking about the products all the time. They don't know how to sign somebody up. But maybe if they went to that meeting, they'd try to figure out how to sign somebody up from that. And maybe it's not, you got to think like the, the parent syndrome, like um, their friend, let me paint this picture. So you have a downline person. They love the products. They talk about the products all the time. They don't have a clue on how to sign somebody up. But they have all these other people interested because they're so interested in products. If you were to host a business meeting, the likelihood of that person going to that meeting could be huge because maybe it's not something from you they want to hear. It's something from a third party or a third person they want to hear. Just like, you know, you could tell your kids um, about something, you know, from dawn to dusk, but unless another person says the same thing, they won't listen to you, but they'll listen to the other person. It's that, you know, what it's like to be a parent. Uh, and the second thing is, Think about, sometimes we get so like narrow-minded or we have blinders on, is think about uh, when you are shopping for something and they say, 
would you like to get our e- get on our email list to learn about you know new things coming out with our product or our store, uh, things like that. For example, I love Toshu. So Vibram um, is a Toshu company. I always click yes. I want more information on that, and they drip information on me about you know the latest shoes, or if they're having like a Black Friday sale or things like that. Oftentimes, I might just disregard it, but for the most part, I love the fact that they're actually still giving me information about what's going on. Because I think the worst thing to do is to go quiet on a person, because then they'd probably think, you know, one, you're you're not interested in not interested in them, or two, uh, the company went out of business. So even if you're still dripping on them on something like, hey, look, this is coming up. Hey, look, uh, convention just got over. These are the new products. You might not hear anything back from them, but in their mind, they know that, okay, this is something new. This is something uh, that's interesting, or this is an event that I need to plan on going for. And they may act on it, or they may not act on it. I mean, people are people. But as long as you keep throwing it out there, uh, I think people appreciate that more than uh, having too much information, as long as it's short and concise. So that would be my trick is, just to wrap this up, because I want to keep this short, is keep it short and concise. Just let people know what's going on. It um, doesn't need to be a big wordy thing. It uh, doesn't need to be like a, if you do videos, it doesn't need, a big, need to be a big long video, uh, you know, like Facebook Live or whatever. Keep it short, because people will have to just scan and read, scan and read, scan and read, and pick up information. So if they see that, you know, every week on Tuesday you're sending out a text or an email, about uh, something new and it's really short and concise, they're going to stay interested. If you give them a whole bunch of information, you're probably going to lose them. So that would be my, my final advice. And um, I'm not going to say we're perfect because, you know, people have stuff going on in their lives. Um, I can say that with Project Broadcast and with some of the other things that we've done, we have had people say, you know, I've, I've, I've seen your posts, I've seen your texts, I've seen your videos, I've seen this, that, or anything for the last six months. It's been in the back of my mind. I just, you know, things have been so crazy with blah, 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 whatever going on that I didn't have a chance to act on it. And now i got a breather, and I'd love to, you know, just sit down and talk or uh, have a conversation if it's on the phone or something like that. So uh, keep plugging away at that because people – still uh, want to know that you're interested in, in, in inviting them. So definitely be a professional inviter. Uh, keep it short. Let them know that you're always thinking about them. It's always nice to feel like someone's always thinking about you. And have fun with it. I mean, you'll find out what works and you'll find out what doesn't work. But as long as you know the channels of communication that people operate best on, whether it's text or Facebook Messenger, or whatever it is, um, keep using that channel and, and keep that channel open. And just let them know you're thinking about them and let them know that you are always doing something. You're always in this business. I can tell you that uh, in the few cities that I've lived in, there are people who have friends and acquaintances in network marketing or direct sales, and they always will sit back and wait 
to see if you're still in it like six months or a year later because a lot of people have seen people get into a business and they're gung-ho for six months and then they, they fizzle out and they're gone and they're done. And the really valuable, good people that you want are the ones, usually are the ones who wait and they want to see how serious you are before they join you. Um, so keep that in mind because we've had, I've had personally, people who waited six months to make sure that I'm still doing this. I've had people wait two years to wait that I'm still doing this. But um, they've always appreciated, even though I knew, well, I didn't, I didn't know, but I just kind of just, in the back of my mind, I, I thought to myself, I don't want to prejudge or exclude anybody who may or may not be interested in the products or the business for that matter. So I'll just let them know what's going on in a timely basis that's not overwhelming, short, it's concise. Let them know that, hey, I'm doing these events. This is going on. Um, even the company will send out emails letting you know what's going on. Um, we love to get together. We love to have, we love to go to conventions. We love to go to rallies. We love to, you know, talk about, you know, this month's promos, things like that. Let love on them. Basically just love on them, drip on them. Let them know that you're still thinking about them. And I think that'll be your number one best step towards getting people to stay plugged in and being involved. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go because we have like, all kinds of convention stuff going on. And I am going to unmute. There we go. All right. So good night, everybody. Thanks, Monty. Bye. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Monty.